0: You are listening to
1: Engaging and exciting conversation
0: On the Radiant Culture Podcast Podcast Get ready
2: Now What's up everybody? Welcome to Radiant Culture I'm Cookie Monster
3: And I'm Tana
2: Yeah, and uh, today we're getting into something that's pretty I like to call it intense Yeah uh, But maybe more topical I think that mm-hmm. that's that's a, a better word to use there um, the subject we're going to be talking about today is suicide, and more particularly, um, we want to discuss whether it is biblical for one to commit to commit suicide. So, what is the biblical stance on suicide? And um, to help us dissect this topic today, we have none other than
0: uh, the one
2: and only. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs>
0: You guys are not
2: serious. Cool <laughs> Oh man, oh yeah, man. Yeah, cool Kuwaza, what's happening, man?
0: I'm well. How are you guys doing?
1: We're good, we're good.
2: We're good. Great. Yeah. How you been?
1: Ah, been
0: well. Yeah. Been a good week, decent week.
2: You're looking rather intense today.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the topic requires intensity, man. Mm. It requires it. Mm-hmm. An-
3: Definitely Another does. level
2: of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Cool. But be- before we get into the topic, I actually just want to uh, talk to Tana a little bit. Some of you may not know who Tana is. Tana is the freshest member of the team. Um, so you're going to be hearing from her Ooh. quite a lot. Yeah.
3: That's right. That's right.
2: She's very clever. Um, so into the business. You know, over the last few weeks, um, especially here in Zim, you know, there have been just different incidents of um suicide yeah we had uh a pastor who committed suicide i think just a few weeks ago yeah and i know that caused quite a stir uh in the city and then we also know what's his face there's a guy an american pastor who committed suicide as well now wait let me look up his name i've actually got it here which was quite a a shocker for a lot of people because this guy was involved in Like his ministry. Yeah, Yeah. his
0: ministry is to people who uh, were struggling with mental health issues. Mental Mm. health issues. So,
2: you know, it's just so ironic, you know, and and so weird, you know, that he then ended up um, taking his his own life as well.
3: Yeah.
0: Because he did have a history himself anyway of mental illness as well. So it wasn't sudden. It was something that he also struggled with uh, over Mm -hmm. his life. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm just looking at my notes here. My pastor preached a whole sermon on... On, on this on this subject, and he touched on some things that I thought were quite interesting, um, just concerning suicide, you know. And, um, and I think this is yeah, this is something that that we need to talk about, yes. especially you know, especially as Christians, the traditional belief, you know, I remember growing up, especially in the traditional churches, mm-hmm. uh, the belief has always kind of been that if you commit suicide, you are not going to go to heaven.
1: Yes, you know
2: that that's what we were kind of taught growing up. Yeah. I don't know, is, is that, maybe we can start it there. Okay. And, yeah. and the, you know, I know the rationale is kind of, is like, well, it's like committing murder, in yeah. a sense. And you're not <clears throat> supposed to commit murder, and you, you're meeting God, on you haven't had a chance to repent of your sin. You know, there's all mm. kinds of beliefs about that. Yeah. Anyway, let, so let, let's get into that.
0: <clears throat> yeah, look, I think it's a, it's a topical issue with, uh, I think, different viewpoints as would be with any kind of case that you don't have something explicit in the Bible, (laughs) you know, where there's no verse that actually says this is the thing about suicide, although there is one verse in Proverbs 18, verse 9, but you need to go to the Amplified if you don't have access to the uh, old manuscripts or Greek translation of the Old Testament, which is the Septuagint. Um, And if you look at the Amplified, it tells you in Proverbs 18, verse 9, the one that talks about if... I think most translations will have... The one that says the one who is slack in his work is brother to him who destroys, mm-hmm. but the ESV goes on. I mean, not the ESV, but the Amplified goes on to say, and the person who does not endeavor to do everything he can to heal himself is brother to him who commits suicide. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's actually as I said in the in the Greek translation of the Old Testament, which is the Septuagint um and so it's it's part of the manuscript uh it's just that some manuscripts don't recognize that uh and so suicide is is taken as you know what you see as someone not going all the way to heal themselves is what we know as euthanasia these days right mm-hmm. right people that's a medically assisted suicide and then scripture is saying that person is brother to the person that commits suicide so (sighs) it's not a good you know if you look at the whole tone of the verse suicide is not you know viewed favorably by God yeah Um, and so it is a sin because it involves murder we have to uh, you know acknowledge that Uh, whether someone goes to heaven is very complicated now because uh, there are certain things that arise so we have to ask ourselves firstly is it that because uh, people say then if you kill yourself, you don't have a chance to repent of your sin?
3: Mm-hmm. are you
0: saying that everyone who's gone to heaven had a chance to repent of all their sin?
3: I think what they are saying is that you don't have the chance to repent of the sin of suicide
0: okay, so what what is repentance because yeah. this is where we have problems. people talk mm-hmm. about repenting of sin, repenting is a change of mind yeah mm-hmm. in the in the original Greek is metanoia, change your mind. Yeah. what people are talking about is. Confessing sin To receive forgiveness oh,
1: that's yeah. how that, So that's
0: what A lot of people Call confe- uh, uh, um, repentance, repentance. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah You don't have a chance To confess it Because you've killed yourself But yes. how many people Have a chance To confess all their sins Before they die
3: That's true
0: You know Someone who Who's involved In a traffic uh, You know uh, Accident I was, I was talking to uh, The producer <laughs> And I was You know we're Discussing this And saying Someone who causes An accident yeah. Through negligence Of their own That's a sin mm-hmm. yeah. They don't get to confess it. Maybe in that scenario, they've died. People that are in the car with them have died. People mm-hmm. in the other vehicle have died on the spot. Mm-hmm. There could yeah. be, you know, a scenario like that. Yeah. They're responsible, not just for their own death, but the deaths of so many other people. Mm-hmm. They don't get to confess. Yes. Do we say therefore that they don't go to heaven? Oh, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. so sometimes it's, I, I think I said in one uh, podcast some time back that we tend to grade sin. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I see, you're, you're getting, I see cookies getting, kind so of in
0: Because then
3: something, getting something. into heaven would be dependent on the day that you die. So if you die on the wrong day when you've just done the wrong thing, you are yeah. definitely yeah. going to hell.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I think what oh. we tend to do is that we we have a very simplistic approach to to a lot of subjects. Yeah. Right. Where. Yeah we think i guess in terms of right and wrong but there's a mm-hmm. lot of in-betweens that we don't mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. about. Yeah. You know and i think this suicide thing is is one of the is one of the things so for example um there's mental health issues yes. yeah. which are real. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And which affect and we've done a whole podcast on this um on the whole subject of mental health that even christians struggle with mental health issues mm-hmm. with depression mm-hmm. with all kinds of things. Yeah. They affect everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right? Even pastors. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes, not all the time, but um sometimes suicide is as a consequence of
3: depression yeah. depression or other yeah.
2: mental um m- m- mental health issues yeah. issues yeah mm-hmm. so if somebody has been going through stuff right, and they've maybe sought healing, they've sought all kinds of, but it's just not happening mm-hmm. and then it leads to a point where they then choose to take their own life,
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: like yeah yeah have have they violated scripture have they maybe the bigger question is are we saying that they have rejected their salvation or you know there's yeah. all, I've heard terms you know terminology yeah. like that being used yeah. Yeah. um
3: yeah people will say they've basically spat in god's face and you know god is the giver of life and then you are taking it away so you've made yourself god so you've elevated yourself to the place of God. Therefore, you were not serving God to begin with. Okay. And they will say, wow. yeah, that's, yep. that's basically how okay. they feel. Like you taking your own life is statement to say, I am God of my life. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I don't believe in this other God. And I'm going to take my own life. So that's why some people would think that a Christian can't commit suicide. Okay. They say that a Christian can't commit suicide because if you were really a Christian, you wouldn't have because you are completely surrendered and submitted to God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even if you were going through this mental illness or um, a period of depression, you would still know that God is ultimately going to get you out of that situation and you wouldn't give up in quotation marks. But, because okay. people view suicide as being cowardly.
2: Right. But doesn't this lead to what Kulwaza was saying, that we tend to grade sin, mm. Right. So, but if you're if you're a Christian, you're not supposed to sleep with someone that you're not married to. Yeah. If you're a Christian, you're not supposed to steal.
3: I agree with you right? completely. To me, it's like mental illness. <laughs> or
0: speak ill of your or speak yeah. of your leaders. Yeah. <laughs> but this and we is, yeah. do that every day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it's, much. It's true, though,
4: that people do this all the time, right? Like, we have things that we ah, uh, grading and saying, ah, I can lie and then I'll be fine. But if you commit suicide, I think there's a difference though. What's in the
1: difference? In terms
4: of, like, you can lie and live to tell the story sometime. You understand what I'm saying? If I kill myself, that's the end. Like, there's no chance to change my mind after. There's no chance to, there's no thinking about it after it's done. So I think in that sense, it kind of takes on a different weight as opposed to not as in, in terms of how sin is graded, but in terms of the timing of the consequence of what you're doing.
3: But then mm-hmm. remember in the Bible in Romans, I think it's Romans 6.3 that talks about the wages of sin is death,
4: mm-hmm.
3: right? Isn't it that isn't it just that suicide is 6.23, my bad, Romans 6.23, <laughs> the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that suicide is a sin that brings about the consequence of death faster than other sins?
4: In in that case, you then tend to ask, you know, was the sin the actual committing of the suicide or the lack of belief? Okay. Because we go into the stage where the question, like what you were saying previously, is for you to get to a stage of suicide at some point. Some people say it's a lack of hope for tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. And Jesus has promised us hope and a peace that's everlasting that no one can take from you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you believe he can do that for you, even if you can't see it today, and then you still make that choice, is that not a declaration of what you believe of Jesus? But it is... In a way.
0: Well, if I can just come in here for just a second. Is you know, we need to realize, I right, order to take us back. I, I remember you said something about, uh, I wonder if I say something about um, how it is like you're taking charge of your life and you're God of your own life. Mm-hmm. But if we go back to Genesis 3, go back to the garden where sin began, mm-hmm. um, when Eve chose to eat that which God told her not to, was that not her and her husband, Adam, Mm -hmm. Becoming God of their own lives. It was. was. Right? So at the core of all sin is taking the place of God. Mm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter whether it's uh, suicide or lying or stealing Mm. or adultery. Mm. All sin is based on unbelief. Unbelief Mm. in the goodness of God. Mm. So Eve was told God doesn't want you to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because he knows that if you do, you will be like him. Mm. So that's her being told a lie about God's intent, and right. so she believed that lie, which is to believe a lie is to disbelieve the truth. Isn't that yes. not the same yeah. thing? Yes, it's the same. So at the root of all sin is unbelief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If a man is told that you are not to have an adulterous la- in a relationship, you just you know your wife is sufficient for you, that when he does go and have an adulterous relationship, is unbelief in the Word of God mm. that mm-hmm. this is the best way for his life. So every single sin is rooted in unbelief In the goodness and intent of God Mm -hmm. And you know Suicide is no different Mm
1: -hmm. Right,
0: Which is why we need to see It as a sin Just like any other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to come back to something That might be quite interesting About one of the instances in the Bible There are about three instances in the Bible That uh, speak of uh, people who committed suicide
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, There was Saul A guy called Ahitopel um and then judas iscariot i think the most well known instance of people that have uh, of the instances of people who have killed themselves in the bible and the first one saul uh before this happened he he went to a witch some of you will know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to consult because God wasn't talking to him. Mm-hmm. And then there's this spirit that, that came that up out of the heart ground. Heart. Yeah. It's, That's, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's cryptic, yeah, eh? Very cryptic. It's cryptic. But then, you know, the Bible says it was Saul. It doesn't I mean Samuel, sorry. You yeah. came out, out of the ground. It wasn't a spirit or something that was like Saul. Samuel, sorry. I keep on saying Saul. <laughs> Samuel comes up out of the ground and he actually delivers a prophecy. And he says, uh, by this time tomorrow, you're going to be you and your sons are going to be with me. You know, and the armies of Israel are going to be handed over to the Philistines, and then the next day, the way Saul dies is he's injured, and doesn't want the Gentiles to be the ones to kill him. He asks his armor bearer, "Can you do this?" And the armor bearer was saying, "No ways, you're the king. I can't kill you." Then he fell on his sword, which basically he killed himself. And when the armor bearer saw it, he also killed himself. Um, so you've got two suicides there, and so you have Saul has committed suicide, but he has been told by Samuel that tomorrow you're going to be with me with your sons. Um, And back then, that was at a time before Jesus had come to the earth and died on the cross. So people were in a place called paradise Mm -hmm. in the world of the dead, Mm -hmm. uh, where there was a separation, which you hear when Abraham talks about there's a gulf between us Mm -hmm. uh, where no one can cross. Mm -hmm. So there was a gulf between those who who died and were, uh, we could say, for lack of a better phrase, unbelievers, and were in the Gehenna part of Hades, Mm -hmm. and then the guys who were on the paradise part, if you like of uh the world of the dead and so when samuel says you and your son are going to be with me there's quite a few commentators who will see that as him telling him that you're going to be on this side oh you know oh. where i'm going to be thought about it like yeah. that oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. so there's that uh in terms of uh evidence yeah okay. some may want to dispute <laughs> it of course yeah. no problem yeah. but you we have at the very least an incident where a guy kills himself and the way that it is you know received or, or spoken of is that you're going to be with me you're not told that you're going to kill yourself you're going to be with me here in the world of the dead so uh yeah the, the <laughs> it's a multifaceted. multifaceted. yeah uh, because issue. the question i
2: actually wanted to ask before you highlighted um the biblical characters was uh if there are any instances of people in the mm, bible who okay. committed suicide yeah and I just want to refer to something that my my pastor was talking about when he addressed this issue. Uh, he spoke about suicide as in the actual act. Mm-hmm. Then he spoke about attempted suicide, mm-hmm. oh. right? Where someone tries <clears throat> to take their own life and they don't succeed for whatever reason. Then he referred to something that I thought was quite interesting called parasuicide, where, you know, there's people who inflict pain on themselves. So, you mm-hmm. you, you, you you know... There's cases of people mm. who cut themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and that's or he was saying that's related to suicide in a sense because you're inflicting pain. So you don't want to die, mm-hmm. but something in you wishes Kay. to to die
1: mm. in okay. a sense.
2: Right. Okay. Um, and then there's what it calls passive, passive suicide. And um, and he broke it all down to say that we've all gone through moments in life where where you think, "You know what, I, I think I just need to die. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a nasty breakup,
3: mm-hmm. right
2: Sometimes something happens that you know some, a, a, someone that you love dies or something, mm-hmm. and you just yeah, you, you there's this great sense of despair, and you just feel like you know life is meaningless. and then there's people who, who walk I think who live in a constant state of meaninglessness mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing all these things um, either in the world or in the church, right? Um, but then when you come to the Bible, um, you look at, at the story, like the story of Jonah. I hadn't actually seen this. Uh, but in the story of Jonah, you know, Jonah does that whole thing. He doesn't want to go to Nineveh. Mm. And there's that um, conversation he has with God about a, there's like a, a bush or a shrub or something. And yeah. A, a worm. And he's having this... this Interaction with God. And there's a part where he says, Can't I just die? Like yeah. I just want to die.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think many people go through motions like that in life. Mm-hmm. Right. And even God's servants went through things like that. We, we mm-hmm. hear of the story of was it what's his name? Elijah, mm-hmm. when he was being pursued by by Jezebel mm-hmm. or Ahab and those guys. He was like, Hey dude, uh, Miot, yeah
1: take
2: me out. Take take me out. Mm-hmm. So so I think it's not uncommon, uh, even from the Bible, for people to go through moments like that where they yes. despair for life itself, right? Mm-hmm. But the question now is, um, what, what, does, what does that mean in terms of God's, how God views it and how God wants us to see it? Okay. You know, this whole suicide thing.
0: Yeah, look, I think, in my view anyway... Um... Is uh it's, if it's su- suicide is a sin, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is sin. Um as is wishing to die. Mm-hmm. Those are um, thoughts that and sometimes it's I think God, because he's infinitely wise and he's omniscient, he sees everything, he knows there's a scripture that says he knows that we are we are but dust. Mm-hmm. And so he's aware that, you know, <laughs> there are the moments that will come where we will speak out of anguish. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily, you know, be speaking of the intent that we have. Basically, it's a, an outcry to say the pressure is so much, mm-hmm. you know, that I can't, you know, I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Moses had the same situation when he was, um, he was complaining about how, the, you know, the pressure of leading all those people. Mm-hmm. That's, and then God, when he said that, you know, it's just better that you kill me now mm-hmm. than to make me, <clears throat> you know, look upon my own. Uh, shame and so on, mm-hmm. and um, God said, "Okay, okay, I get you. I'm gonna give you 72 guys, and you're gonna lay hands on them, and the spirit that's on you, they're gonna have a portion of it." Uh, God doesn't rebuke him. God just says, "Okay, I hear you." You know, yeah. same thing with Elijah. Elijah actually had an angel sent to him. Got cake. Got bread <laughs> and some water. Yeah, two servings of it. Angel food. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> nice
4: <Heavenly> proper.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: No RTGS needed, yeah. <laughs> you know. And he had to walk forty days in the strength of that food, and he was able to do so mm-hmm. to go to have an encounter with God, you know. So also, you have Paul saying, "We despaired even of life,"
1: yeah. But
0: then he says, "This happens so that we will rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead." So he had a revelation, mm-hmm. you know, of his the lack of sufficiency and of himself. So you see all those instances are instances where if God doesn't deal with why are you thinking about dying? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you, you've come to the end of yourself. All right, this is why you're saying that. Let me help you with revelation mm-hmm. or supply in, in terms of provision mm-hmm. uh, in, you know, in, in Elijah's case or uh, help from people around you as in, uh, in Moses' case. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And, but then there's the actual suicide. We actually do that. It is a sin. But as I said to a uh, producer, Earlier before, you know, the Bible says that uh, by his death, Jesus uh, purchased forgiveness once and for all for all our sins. Mm -hmm. And the question I asked was, at what point were we forgiven? Are we forgiven (laughs) Mm -hmm. when we ask for forgiveness? Were we forgiven at Calvary? When Jesus accepts us into heaven, Mm. he accepts us on the basis of what level of forgiveness? Mm. Right? Yeah. And Answering that question, because a lot of us don't have a forgiveness consciousness.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you know, yeah. we 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 always operate in that sense where we feel like, yeah, it's always right to say sorry when you mess up, when you hurt someone. Yeah, you, you did that because of a relationship. Mm-hmm. I hurt you. I'm sorry. But it's not that if you don't say sorry, then all your sins are not forgiven. Hey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm touching, getting. I'm touching on everything. This, yeah, this is a big this, thing. Okay. Yeah. Can I take it somewhere? Yeah, please. <laughs> God there. Have you realized how most of us, when we ask for forgiveness, we believe we're forgiven, even though there's no voice that says that you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, right. <laughs> yeah, that's there's, no <laughs> there's no confirmation. There's no confirmation. There's no sense. There's no peace. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Because you said sorry, you just believe that God has forgiven you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, really, if we're going to talk about whether we confessed, we don't even really know that God forgave us. It is something we take on faith. Yeah.
4: yeah. This is we we, we believe so what true. he says about it. <laughs> you yeah. see. He says, if you confess, I am faithful yeah. enough yeah. to forgive.
0: Yes. yes. But, okay, if I can just take you down that path. We talk about the same thing about healing. He says that by his stripes we're healed, mm-hmm. lay uh-huh. hands on the sick and they'll be healed. Yeah, You lay hands on the person, they really? have the same level of Believe that they're healed as you have when you say, God, when you forgive me. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> the point I'm trying to make here is that because we think that my, 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 my state of forgiveness before God is dependent on me remembering all the things I did wrong and confessing them. So you hear people talk about things like keeping short accounts with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to the end of the day before you start praying, <laughs> right? Before yeah. your prayer, I must first yeah. confess. Right, yeah. and then you confess everything to God, yeah. and then you feel like, ah, no, clear free. the decks, you know. Yeah. Now let's talk about the finance I need, my business. Let's talk about the fact that I need to get married. All these kind of things because we've cleared everything, and God is happy now for us to talk.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: you know what I mean. But, yeah. so, and so
2: and I have a problem with that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a
2: serious problem with that. Yeah. But anyway, carry
0: but on. yeah, it it sounds like it's not related to the to the suicide issue. Mm. But yeah. you see that the relationship in, in the understanding that people have about suicide. Mm. to say well you killed yourself so you didn't have a chance to say sorry yeah. you know but so you're telling me that all the time that before you pray ask God for anything you first of all say oh excuse me God sp- yeah. need to wipe the slate first
3: Exactly.
0: and you can't you remember don't. every sin because yeah. David prayed and said can you forgive me of hidden faults yes. mm. you know so <laughs> the faults you don't even see yeah. the stuff that you do that you think you've done well because sin is before God is so pure guys you know yeah. God is so pure. Sin, if you really wanted, you know, to take keep a record of sin, I think the psalmist says, if you kept a record of sin, who could stand?
4: Yeah, no yeah. one would ever last But
0: because, yeah, because with you there's forgiveness, you are to be feared.
4: Yeah,
0: that's what the psalmist says. Uh, so, because we don't have that sense of forgiveness, and we always think you must say sorry before God forgives you, and it's the basis on which God forgives you. God for, has forgiven us at Calvary, and when we go to heaven uh if you are born again as i say if you are born again mm-hmm. you stand before him the record that's going to be dealt with in heaven it's not going to i keep trying to remind people god is not going to have this telefunken television you know on <laughs> your it, life saying okay guys let's <laughs> have a look popcorn <laughs> everyone <laughs> yeah. right this guy yeah and, then, <laughs> whoo, guy, yeah, ab- yeah. and yeah, i thought I, I i thought i was bad you know yeah. and everyone else is watching your life and yeah. mm. no but when you get there sin was judged at calvary mm. Mm. so the issue there will be your works you're gonna be judged on your works. What did you do? You know, for did you build with gold, silver, uh, and precious stones, mm-hmm. or was it with hay and stubble? Mm-hmm. And your works are tested. And then, if you if your works survive, you get a reward. If they don't, you yourself, the Bible says in First Corinthians 10, uh, three, three fifteen, you yourself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. Fire, yeah. So that person will, you know, and also if I, uh, you know, First Corinthians chapter five. Is, is remarkable mm-hmm. where he's talking about a man who had his father's wife.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he says, uh, hand this man over to Satan. Right. So that his body may be destroyed, yeah. but his spirit be saved in the day of the Lord Woo! Jesus Christ. Amen. This is a man who had his father's <laughs> wife and Paul says, put him out because his sin will be contagious. So we don't want the contagion. Yeah. But when he goes out there, Satan will take care of him you probably, and when it says his body will be destroyed, that, that, yeah. that's physical death, yeah, right but his spirit will be saved in the wow. day of the Lord, so that's why I'm saying we need to have uh, if we don't have a forgiveness consciousness ourselves, mm. the way that we approach all these other issues, suicide or whatever uh, other issue you can talk about
1: yeah.
0: you know will be colored by the fact that we ourselves don't understand how how forgiveness works
2: wow. and you know that. Wow, I'm just thinking of that scripture that talks about how the the Lamb of God was slain before the foundations so, of, yeah, the, yes. of the yeah. world. Do you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, that whole yeah. concept that before we ever did wrong, yeah. it it was Jesus covered. had already...
3: Yes.
0: Provision, did, exactly.
2: And, you know, I think this, this the, the challenge that um, I would actually then pose to everyone is that we, we tend to default to what we don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So the the default is... Ah, this person sinned and they killed themselves. So are they, ah, they're going to hell or what mm. they did was messed up. It's selfish. You're, mm. You know, you're a parent. You shouldn't have killed yourself. Killed. And mm. we think about it like that. But the reality is that we haven't thought through all these other things. Yeah. Yes. So in essence, we're making a conclusive judgment on, you know, based on very limited knowledge. Yeah. Yes. Which means we, we need to default to what we do know. Yeah. Yes. Right. Which is that God is love. Yes. yes. Right. Which is that God has forgiven our sins yes. at Calvary. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if we can default to things that we do know, right, then it becomes easier to handle things that we don't know. Yeah. Because I think some things we're never really gonna know yeah. comprehensively. And and Paul talks about that yeah. that we see through a glass yeah. darkly. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Th- that's just something that I wanted to say as an add-on to to what you were sharing, Kowaza.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. a, that's that's quite. Interesting. I guess on some level, the kind of confusion and the grappling in some ways then comes to, you know, if you go to Romans when Paul is saying, there's no place in the kingdom of God for adulterers. There's no place for the kingdom of God. Don't be deceived by people that tell you that you can do these things and Uh claim walk around that you are saved. Mm-hmm. And and think you will get there just because you're banking on grace. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? He he gave a warning to those people yeah. and said, you might actually find that it's not. So I guess from the perspective that you're saying about forgiveness, it is true that God has forgiven us even before, but then how do we then in a way deal with these texts that literally say, if you do this, mm-hmm. it's to the fire.
0: It's very good. I love this question. Beautiful question. Uh, and this is where you come to Second Peter chapter 1, where Peter says, do everything you can to make your calling and election sure.
1: Mm.
0: What he's saying there is that, and he talked about the qualities that were supposed to develop in Christ. Mm. To your faith, add knowledge. To your knowledge, add virtue. Self-control. Brotherly affection. All these things, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to be, sitting there at your you know graveside asking each other well were they really uh-huh. you know the, the, the example that i give is of Saul. how it says people ask you know all of israel asking was Saul really among the prophets because at moments where he prophesied like <laughs> crazy you know yeah and, so, and it says uh, so up to this day a question remains was Saul among, among the prophets, prophets. <laughs> <laughs> and and we, we don't have that situation where we ask was so-and-so among because you see, I gave you that scripture where it says that guy who was, uh, who was sinning, you know, mm-hmm. Paul said his spirit would be saved in the Will day. Saved, right? yeah. But then there are other guys for whom, yes, they had issues in their life, but because they're actually born again, if you look at, um, when Paul is talking about, uh, communion mm-hmm. and he says some of you are weak and some of you are sick and some of you have fallen asleep or died because of the way that you've not recognized the body and he goes on to say that god allowed this to happen because he was he's disciplining us so that we don't get judged with the rest of the world Ooh. so these guys were in sin in the way that they were treating the body of christ mm-hmm. i mean the uh the last supper or the communion and uh-huh. not recognizing the body in the way that they were treating it and then they were suffering consequence of that and the reason was because god didn't want them to suffer judgment along with everyone else mm-hmm. so you have people sometimes who have premature death as God's way of preserving their salvation as it were
4: oh to say
0: he's he yeah, that he's, yeah I want you to mess up even more than you have done let me remove you let before. me take you out of the you know scene in uh, uh, Branham's death William Branham's death is one such Contemporary uh, incident where legend has it that you know people had prophesied that this guy, because of the heresy that he had been preaching, could start preaching some very weird stuff. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you know, God said, I'm taking this guy out, out of the way, mm-hmm. he's not going to continue. And so, he was taken out of the way to preserve, in other words. So, you have those situations, but we don't know now. We don't know if you're in the category of those that are spoken of in First Corinthians 6 9 to 10, that says that adulterers, swindlers. Um, those that uh, you know commit homosexual acts, etc., etc. None of them will inherit the kingdom of God.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Or you are in the bracket of yeah, he had some other stuff that he was doing, but
4: we're snatching, him from, we're snatching the him from the
0: fire. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That becomes something that the Lord only knows, according to those that are in His book of life. Mm. <laughs> but there's a way in which we can say this person is going to heaven because of the quality of life we have lived and this is what peter is challenging us to do make That's a calling right. and election sure, so that at the, in the end of the age no one has any doubt mm-hmm. everyone is singing and saying well we're going to see you in heaven mm-hmm. and when billy graham passed on no one was you know was asking mm, could this yeah. Could they actually be going the other side? You know, everyone was eulogizing and saying, ah, Dad will see you for, for, for his children. Yeah. We're going to see you, you know, ah. later and all that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, that has to be what we strive for. But no one can really say.
4: Oh, so 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 essentially the message is do everything you
0: can mm-hmm.
4: to live the right way. Yes. And pray that God keeps you yes. as opposed to playing the line and thinking I'm going to take the chance of maybe say I'm 50, 50 or I might be in here so I can go.
0: Yeah. I also need to understand with suicide, it's, you know, this is why I said we are the way God thinks in the way we think there is depression. That's called clinical depression mm-hmm. where it's actually a disease right, yeah. and mm-hmm. not just a state of being a lot of Christians, especially on the charismatic side, if you're depressed and so on, you are seen as weak. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You're seen as having not enough faith. Yeah. You're seen as giving into the devil, mm. you know, and it can be something that people keep, you know, to themselves because they are worried of, about looking like they've got weak faith. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is not helpful at all because there are people that get cancer, right? Mm. And they die. Mm-hmm. And people speak about them in glowing terms, ah, uh, fought. You know, after two yeah. years of yes. fighting a battle with cancer and they're spoken of in, in those ways, right, mm. in, that, in that light, mm. that they were brave and courageous, you mm. know, but a person who's depressed is not brave and courageous, they're cowardly, they don't know what the Bible says about them, they don't know who they are in Christ, all yeah. these things are said about them, but it's mm. actually a sickness, just yes. like any other, you know, disease, yes. and it also needs to be, you know, cured, That's great. Yeah. it needs healing.
4: That's great. And so, there's actually, yeah. to a degree, a lot of people don't know know this. But there's actually a physical aspect to depression. Some people actually have physical imbalances that actually cause them to be depressed. Yeah. Such that if they take medicine, it actually helps and their state of mind improves. Yes. How they think improves. Yeah. So, you are right there. It actually is.
2: And sometimes it can be spiritual
4: depression of some sort. There's that side
2: too. And so, I think the bottom line is that we need to be very careful about Mm -hmm. the kinds of judgments that we draw or the kinds of conclusions that we come to, especially about things that we don't fully understand because we can end up, um, yeah, prematurely making, well, what, yeah, I guess drawing conclusions about Mm -hmm. situations which can, I think in the process we can end up harming our our own faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the faith of others, yeah. Yeah. you know, because, be, because we haven't thought through everything yes. um, that needs to be thought through. Mm-hmm. Then the, I guess the, the next question I sort of want to ask is, as Christians, how do we handle um, fellow believers who are, you know, if, if somebody is showing signs of being suicidal or they're going through stuff, um, what's the best way? To handle that, or to approach that, or even to identify it—that's
0: mm, 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 mm. such an important question. I think one of the most important things, you know, some of the times, just by simply—and I know I said that we have to be careful uh, with, with with the way that we 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 we, we say stuff—but sometimes by simply obeying Scripture, where it says that we let us always meet together, so that and 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 encourage one another, you know, yeah. so that no one is hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. By doing that, always checking up on each other, always being in community, we can talk. And because a lot of the issues are coming, especially now in Zimbabwe, the issues many of them are not because of sickness. It's mm. because of you know social uh, pressures mm-hmm. uh, and the psychological uh, impact of some of the challenges that we face. I mean, if you know, if you're looking at guys, for example, men. I'm not saying women don't have the same challenge, but I'm just trying to take an example of men, yeah. mm-hmm. where you know, you, you know, if you can't provide for your family, you feel like you just, you That's know,
4: heavy.
0: yeah, and you're always hearing it. You're hearing the lies. The enemies there every time, saying yeah. you're useless. You're not going to be anything. You know, you're all that kind of stuff. A person who's under that kind of pressure, yeah, it may not be clinically depressed, mm. but could get depressed to yeah. the point where they take their own life. Yeah, yes. so talking about things encouraging people and always checking on people. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember uh, there was a person I I, just brought to mind some time back and I realized I didn't talk to them in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I sat down with them. I said I I needed to talk to them. And, you know, you you can tell when you do that. You you talk to someone, you see that. uh, Maybe, yeah, they really do need to have a chat. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's going to be important. Also being alive to what the Spirit of God is doing because the Holy Spirit knows that people... If someone is going through something, the Holy yeah. Spirit will know. So we have to be alive to that and open to the Holy Spirit using us and speaking to us about a person that needs prayer and support. And also, mm. if it's clinical depression, go and see the medical experts. Yeah. You know, I think we spoke about that in the podcast before that yeah. medicine mm-hmm. is, there's no medicine versus faith, <laughs> you know, yeah. yes. it's medicine together with faith. And so go and talk to, you know, to these experts Get the the medication, the counseling, whatever the case may be, and let's see what you know whether we recover and we and we walk together yeah, and
2: mm-hmm. what I love about the Bible is just the the fact that it's so it's so real,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right The characters in the Bible were you know they were real people, mm-hmm. many of them used mighty of God, but they went through a lot of the things that we're going through today, mm-hmm. you know the fear the despair. Just all these things that we go through today, mm-hmm. and interestingly enough, God did not expunge them as as it were, yeah, mm-hmm. some of those guys are still recognized as heroes of the faith, yeah, yes. you know, even yeah. after they had all those things that yeah. they went through and I think yeah. it's it's important for us to also realize that you know people go through stuff and people face challenges, but you know God doesn't automatically disqualify people on the basis yes. that they're having suicidal thoughts yeah. or. Mm. You know, I,
0: I like what you say there because I'm just I just thought about you know, said heroes of the faith. I thought about chapter eleven of Hebrews.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You look at those guys where he says, I, time time does not permit me to speak of these guys." Guys like Gideon. Yeah, Gideon. The end of his life, he, he made an idol. Yeah, bruh. That he worshipped <laughs> oh, and quote. Yeah, south. he went south. <laughs> but the guy says, "I don't have time to tell you about this." His, his heroics, mm. you know, and then he talks about um, Jephthah. The guy who made a promise that the first thing that would come out of his house, his daughter came out, and he had to burn her as a living sacrifice, on an altar, you know. Cool. And yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got, <laughs> you've got who else? Samson is there. So I don't have to yeah. tell about Samson's Samson. exploits. I know. And you could actually say Samson. You know, you could argue that there was suicide of yeah, some sort, yeah, you know, because yeah, with, he. He, you know, in pushing that, he killed himself along with the rest of those guys. Mm. But there is in the, in the hall of faith, uh, mm. um, the hall of fame, the hall of faith, you see. Yeah. So, and what's interesting it's, about him so, is yeah.
4: it was God who gave him back the strength to push the pillar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but you see, exactly. And if, even if you look at his checkered past, his life, mm. he ma- didn't make all the best decisions. Exactly. But there you are, you know, you've got these guys there. I think uh, there's Balak as well. Yeah, and Balak, well, you know? He 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 was supposed to kill that guy. I think Jael was it. I forget who the guy I was. I confused
2: Balak and Balaam.
0: Was it Balak? No. But, so may, may, but, maybe it's not, it's not. It's not Balak. It's the guy the who was. Guy? It's Balaam. Okay. But the guy who was the judge or the leader of the commanders or leader of the armies, who went to that lady. What's her name? Deborah. And said, oh, unless you come with us, you know, and then yes, she said, oh, yes, because yes, you've yes, done yes, this, yes, yes. the victim's not going to go to your hand, it's going to go to a woman. He's there in that list of, you know, the heroes of faith. So you, you, you have these guys who did all this very dodgy stuff, but in God's eyes, he they're recognizes still... their faith. Mm. You know, they're still worthy to be recorded. I mean, if we, and the way we think, if we were allowed to write <laughs> know, those are supposed to be in the hall of yeah. faith. Just hey, Jesus. guys, you know, Just Jesus. This one even the deserve... genealogy yeah. of Jesus itself, yeah. you know, yeah. oof, women in there, Rahab, yeah, Rahab, you know, and the kind of person she was.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Ruth was not even supposed to be there, she was a Gentile, yeah. you know, but she's in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got who else was in there? Some other lady again who was of a very seedy and women were not supposed to be part of the genealogy, but anyway, that's another story altogether, but just how their lives were such. And yet still, there they are recognized.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And So
0: God sees very differently from the way that we see things.
3: Okay. I hear you, but I, I know that we are going to have listeners who are wondering that if God is sovereign and he's all powerful, mm-hmm. why would he allow his child to commit suicide?
0: Yeah, because God in his power did not take away, and in his sovereignty did not take away man's capacity to choose. Mm. Right? Yeah. And you see that in the Garden of Eden, again, I come back to that, that God wanted a person that could choose for themselves. Yes. So, so Adam, Here's a tree. Because people ask, why did God put the tree there? No tree, no sin, <laughs> no death, no sickness, no yeah. cancer, no suicide. Yeah. But the tree is there because God is saying, I want, to have a relationship with you based on your choices mm-hmm. you choose to love me mm-hmm. you choose to do what i say not that i just automate you mm-hmm. so god doesn't take away the power of choice uh the bible also says in proverbs 19 verse 3 it says uh, it says a man's own folly leads him astray mm-hmm. but in his heart he rages against the lord right and then what that is is the result of misunderstanding of the sovereignty of god Mm. Your own folly leads you astray, but then you are blaming God for it mm-hmm. because God, you're sovereign yeah. and you control everything. Yeah. How could you let me do something so stupid? You know, <laughs> <laughs> how could you let but her I guess, get pregnant? Exactly. How could you let her get pregnant? Yeah. But I guess the question still. do not you see me going into that room and you didn't speak to me? Where was it? The... <laughs> sent me an angel? You know what I mean. Like, but, but I me guess, on, yeah, on
4: some level, because like, look at in the case of like Elijah. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. God would intervene and send someone. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. For some
0: people, it looks like no one came for them. That's grace. You see, that's what we, we don't understand. When sometimes we accuse God, even if you look at it from a salvation perspective, someone said, I don't know who the guy is, but he said people sometimes accuse God when we talk about salvation: some going to hell, some getting saved, and we behave as if God has shut the door. On some people that are knocking and taking only a few in mm-hmm. when the reality is we have people running as fast as they can away from God and God going in his grace to save the one or the two people who says, come on, you, everyone was running away from God. No one was seeking God. That's what, that's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So when God reaches out and does what he does, that is the grace of God. Yeah. It's not something that we can presume upon and say, God, we, you owe, you know, you should. This is Fairness. You should do the same thing for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> It's just grace. Otherwise, it's not grace. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's just... Isn't it funny
2: that... Uh, have you ever thought, um, TJ, that... How come, how come you are saved? Th- that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how come mm-hmm. it's you who got to hear the word on the day that you heard the word and you made the decision mm-hmm. to, to turn to God, mm-hmm. right? But there was someone else, mm-hmm. one of your friends, the there was schoolmates, there. who was still lost. Heard the I'm same saying. things I heard yeah. yeah And and then you actually start to see that Wow, you know Maybe in a very
4: real sense We didn't find God God, we, we, God, we, God us. found us I believe yeah. we did it. Like I, I was telling someone the other day That you know Some of the things that I have done right Was because God was actually moving me You know, when you're about to go Just some Or a lot of <laughs> Okay, okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. and, and then the question becomes. All of it really is. Yeah. <laughs> the question then becomes, but if, if God if God can do that for you, how come it's hard to believe that He can do it for someone else? Th- mm-hmm. That's right. the question now.
4: If He's picking TJ and He's snatching him from the fire, TJ didn't do anything to deserve it. TJ just as sinful as all of them. How come He doesn't pull Richard from it?
0: No. And this, and this is where Paul answers in Romans chapter 9. You know, He says. And then the man will probably say, "Hey, but wh- what can I do? How do I resist? Go, who can resist God's will? I've been made like this." And then Paul says, "Who are you, old man, to speak back to God?" He doesn't <laughs> give a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like and so, he seems. But one of you may ask, you know, and you think, "Oh, yes, the answer. I'm about to get the answer. Hey, who are you? Speak back to God." <laughs> what says, to if God interested? has made some for you know vessels to you know display His mercy, and if someone else is a vessel to show you know His other side, His wrath. Why? Who are you?
2: Hey, that's yeah. deep. No, guys, I think I think we need to wrap it up. But maybe just in conclusion um some very key things were touched on. Yeah, and of course we are coming back to the central subject yeah. today which is which is suicide, you know, and I think Kwaza you, you really broke it down um in a in a very clear way, which is that it's it's a very multi-layered um, issue, but ultimately we need to come back to understanding the heart of God, and yeah. and His truth. Mm-hmm. That it's not just a simple matter of this person took their life; it's late for them. Mm-hmm. There's so many other things we have to, um, to, consider. to to consider. Yeah, yeah, Tana.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm just reminded of the Father's heart, and how loving and how. I mean, I'm always stunned when we talk about how when Jesus died for our sins, he died before the foundations of the world. So all of our sins were future. And he died for all of it. You know, so it's it's amazing the impact that salvation has in eternity because mm-hmm. you don't have to keep going back and asking, I mean, and getting saved all over again. Jesus mm-hmm. never has to die again for your sins. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just amazing how God made provision for people to be brought in rather than be kept out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing how it's just, I mean, he just, wow. God is just amazing. And I'm just speechless at his love and his grace and his goodness. And for everyone who's struggling with, with depression out there, who's struggling with suicidal thoughts, know that God loves you. Yeah, God wants you healed God wants you alive. God wants you well. And we are praying for you. We are praying for all of you Mm -hmm. who are struggling. And taking your own life is not the answer. God is the answer.
2: Yeah. And um, as always, if you have any comments, any questions, uh, you can send them through to our um, our Facebook page, our Twitter. um, Or, you know, if if you really want to... um, talk to somebody you know there's always someone that you can talk to mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. on the team but um, I think most importantly just for those of us that have maybe friends or family or people that we know that are going through it or even just struggling um, to understand the whole concept and the whole idea you know I think if you, if you listen to the to, to today's episode and some of the things that were shared I think that will begin to point you in the direction
1: yeah.
2: of the truth yeah, yeah. who as always, thank you so much.
0: Thank you guys for having me.
2: Yeah, Thank you. TJ, it's been awesome. Tana. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's been good.
2: I'm Cookie Monster. And
3: I'm Tana. And we're out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request,
2: you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this
3: one with everybody you know. God bless.
0: It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.